0: Hello,
1: man. That was weird. You said hello before the phone stopped ringing. Really? Yeah. Huh? That's weird. Very, very
0: weird. It, it was normal on my end. Okay. Well, that's good.
1: I didn't hmm. do my loud thing this time to make the, uh, the levels go all the way up.
0: Oh. Hmm. Nah. Okay. I gotta pull up my notes.
1: Ah. Pull up the notes. Pull up my notes. Up. Pull them up we've notes. got
0: lots of lots of listener talking talking so that's cool
1: that is good I'm glad because you know that's always good to see when the listeners respond
0: did you do anything special for Valentine's Day that we feel like we need to talk about Valentine's Day yeah so-
1: I'm, I'm gonna follow your lead because I saw what you got and I want to talk about that so
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was just today though because oh. she's gone so we didn't actually do anything for Valentine's Day
1: that that that's- still counts Okay. <laughs> she was out of town for valentine's day yes she was which so. is usually like you know that's that's a it's party foul but you know <laughs> she she made up for it with the thing yep
0: yep okay uh well you want to talk about what people wrote in first we can get into that and then we can get into the notes yeah let's do that cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay.
1: let's see here get that coffee Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, tea tonight.
2: Yeah.
0: Tea. Green tea, to be exact.
1: Mm. Tonight's episode is brought to you by CBD oil. Ooh. Yes. Yes.
0: CBD oil. Ingest it in <laughs> one of these.
1: It'll help your back.
0: <laughs> we need We need CBD sponsors.
1: That would be great.
0: Or weed sponsors? I don't. I don't care. Whatever.
1: Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> we'd be advertising uh, weed when I just recently started imbibing, and it's not even legal in your state. So that would be.
0: <laughs> it, it is legal uh, medically. Medically, state, and I call medical. So. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Neat. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I haven't done it yet, but. I do qualify.
1: So I don't know if I'm going to leave this on the show or not. So I can talk about it now. So I went to uh-huh. this place yesterday uh, because it was President's Day, and I thought no better way to honor our forefathers than to do like they did and get a little high. So right. uh, I went to this place uh, in in Evanston, which is just north of of the the edge of Chicago, uh, which uh, the place is called MedMen, and
0: yes, which is cool, amazing.
1: I love it. And it's the same, um, it's the same place that we went to, uh, in, in Beverly Hills when we went to LA. And the place in, in Beverly Hills is really cool. It looks like an Apple store and they have very knowledgeable staff who are eager to help you, very friendly. They don't make you feel weird at all. They make you feel like you are where you're supposed to be. And that's really important, uh, especially just coming from the, the, Stereotype that you know drugs are bad, weed is terrible, and just say no and all that shit, you know, um everything in moderation, so
0: right, it's just like drinking, yeah, like, exactly. people come home and have a glass of wine every day or a beer every day, and like we don't say shit about that,
2: right so.
1: right right, but you know we've we've come a long way from the first lady vilifying it to. You know right yeah, so it's it's uh it was an interesting experience. It was one that was eye opening for me and one that I greatly appreciate because it took away the stigma of you know marijuana, so that was kind of cool to see in l a uh, now the Chicago branch um, <laughs> all of them just recently flipped over from all medicinal to um, recreational at least for part of the day most of the most of the locations here. Uh, flip to, uh, recreational customer, uh, you know, welcoming locations recently. Um, and this one in, in particular rebranded into a medmen store. So I was excited to see what they had to offer locally. Um, and it was disappointing. <laughs> the whole That's experience bad. is really disappointing because everything is brand new. They have all these extra rules and regulations in place that you have to follow, you know, as we, course correct in the other direction. So right now, uh, you know, they're overcompensating with what's allowed. Like, uh, you know, only certain growers are allowed to provide, uh, product for the stores right. here in Chicago. You can only grow so much. You can only buy so much. You can only, uh, have so much on your person at one time. You can't, you know, of course, have it open in the car. I mean, that type of stuff, that's, that's good for safety. And that's, that's a rule that I hope continues. And that's great. But. Right. Yeah. I mean, just. The other stuff is kind of silly. And it's like, you know, trust adults to be adults. It'll be fine. Everything will work out. So when I got to this place, uh, they, they opened to the public at 10 a.m. They opened previous to that for medicinal users so they can get what they need before the public. Um, they made us stand in line in a car park. And so already that felt super shady to me.
0: Right. <laughs> and then they Weird. started,
1: they started scanning our IDs. I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. That's, that's cool. I guess
0: like they scan our IDs. Um, just like if you have to pawn something in Florida, so, mm. you know, certain, I understand that. Okay. Okay.
1: You know. So, but continue. yeah, that was the next step. Then after that, they, uh, you know, finally after, after waiting for like a half hour, they allowed us into the store itself, um, which is less of a store and more of just another place to like queue up. So. You know, we just go through the rope maze, and as we're doing that, uh, they have a representative come around and hand you a sheet of paper, just a a blank, not a blank sheet of paper, but just like a a very just basic-looking black-and-white print of paper telling you what they have available. You know, there's no, like, shine. There's no shimmy. There's nothing special. No razzle-dazzle. It's just here. This is what we have today. And if you'd like to purchase this. I mean,
0: if it's new, I understand that. Like, you know. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're dealing with the transitional stuff, so I get that.
1: Definitely, it's just going from um, seeing what that franchise is like in one city to what it's like here. It's like it, you know, if you're used to McDonald's being a certain way when you go in there, right? And then you go into a McDonald's and it's just like an empty room. And have
0: you ever been to like a new Starbucks? Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. Because that that that's what I'm thinking of. Like, it's rough.
2: Mm.
0: You'll end up getting free drinks a lot, though. Well, that is that's one cool. thing that Like if you go to an a new Starbucks or Starbucks where they train people a lot. Um I learned this from Allie that like if you go to the Starbucks where they they um train people, yeah. like they'll mess up your drink a lot and they'll give you like coupons or whatever feature. Well that's cool. So,
1: I like that. I like so that. I'm thinking
0: that's, it's kinda like that.
1: That's more yeah, that's definitely more customer service. But like the staff here, it's like outside of the guy um that's basically just taking your order at at the med -med location everybody's just very clinical like i said it used to be a clinic so completely understandable they're just treating it very seriously there's no like fun involved in it they're not romanticizing it at all which again you know after years of having that driven into our heads that this is bad and you should feel bad like i understand it's just, you know, night and day from what you see. I can only imagine what Colorado's like. You know, they've been doing it longer than anyone.
0: So yeah, it, they were it, the first one, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yes. I think so. so it I must think it just was the be first like, one
0: re- recreational, at least.
1: Okay. So it must just be, like, second nature to them now. It's just like, oh, yeah, they probably just treat it like alcohol.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I'm interested to see where we go, but I'm I'm already like, man, I kind of want to go back to L.A. just to, like, Get the product that I want because they didn't have the same brand that you know I had out in L.A. When I found something that worked for me, um, this brand called Plus. Now,
0: can Plus, you order it online now that it's legal in your state?
1: That's actually where I was going to go next, oh, so I, I can order it online. But what's weird about it, and I'm glad I caught this before I actually uh, ordered it. One, the product is more expensive online. Hmm. So when I went to yeah. MedMen in L.A., I was able to get like a tin of gummies. That had both THC and and CBD in it. Um, I was able to get that for like twenty bucks online. It was forty, and I'm like, okay, that's. But it's free shipping, so I guess that's kind of how they balance it out. Like, all right, you know, yeah, and they have a space for promo codes and that sort of thing too. So I'm sure, you know, if you ask nicely, they'll give you a a, a discount or something, you know. Um, But what was weird, and I'm glad I caught this. The the product you order online, even though it looks almost exactly the same, it had no THC in it. It was only the CBD version, which wasn't even available at MedMen. It was the you know the mixture, but um, I guess they they only sell CBD versions of their products online.
0: It's probably a safety thing, like protecting themselves. Right, because right? you know
1: the, during the whole like order process before I hit you know go ahead and submit. I thought it was too easy. I'm like, this seems like really lax and like really just like right. customer friendly. That's weird, you know? And yeah, it was too good to be true because I looked one last time before I hit submit and it's like, nope, just the CBD. That's all. Like, oh, yeah. Okay.
0: I I was looking at um one CBD company that was sponsored by a podcast and it was very expensive to mm. buy online and it wasn't available in stores anywhere near okay. me. So I just was like, nah, I'm not going to do this right now.
1: Well, I do get CBD uh, gummy strips. Like, I've been using those for, like, um, back pain and that sort of thing. What do you mean,
0: gummy strips? Like, like Listerine-type strips?
1: No, but they do have that. Uh,
0: okay.
1: No, this is um, just like a, like, you know, the sour gummy rope.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, it's literally that. And it tastes just like that. You can't taste the oil. And it helps? It does help, yeah, absolutely. It calms me down a little bit, you know, if I'm anxious. It, um you know, does help with the inflammation issues and everything. i
0: got to try those.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised. I also, My
0: dad has terrible neck problems. Oh, so I've wanted to get him on CBD. Um, he's had it my whole life, like uh, just chronic neck pain.
1: Man, I'm sorry to hear that, but I mean, it, it, yeah. it is, it is worth a shot because yeah, at the very least you're going to have a snack and that's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The hard part with him is getting him to take it consistently. Kind yeah. Of thing.
1: Yeah. Of course you have to, you know, do it regularly to, really meter if there's a difference or not.
0: Right. So, right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, I tried
0: one of the oils and it. he it was like, Oh no, this is gross. So, yeah.
1: Oh, that's the, that's another thing too. Like this location had like lotions and stuff like that. And I was, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I was curious about that. Like I, I'd never actually seen that. Um, but like I said, I'm still new to this whole thing, so yeah, yeah. That's that was interesting to see. They have like lotions with CBD and and, and THC in it, and I wonder if they really do help.
0: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I would bet they do. If yeah. if ingesting it is helping, I would, yeah. I think they would.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe I'll be brave enough to try one day when I don't have to wait an hour and a half in line. And that hopefully will wear <laughs> off with the newness. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm expecting because, you know, even a month ago, it was impossible to get into one of these places because they were just running out. They were completely running out of every type of product they had available. So it's gotten a little bit better now that I can actually go into one and, you know, wait for debatably a reasonable amount of time and, you know, come out with something. So that's that's something. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. (laughs)
0: all right all right so i guess we're already in the show
2: Start the show that was
0: in the show (laughs) that was a decent enough conversation to stick in the show i guess if you wanted to have that on there sure
2: why not
1: your call though ladies and gentlemen welcome to lex and matt's excellent adventure we are post 50 y'all
0: oh yeah yeah we're over the hill now back on our
1: back on our bullshit episode 51
0: back on our bullshit
1: <laughs> i'm matt peters of course
0: and i'm lex Lutz.
1: that's right lex that's
0: Lutz. It. what the fuck what did you do did I say my name right i said my name wrong <laughs> i was like Ugh, Lutz. <laughs> lex Lutz. He's over there speaking See, the problem Raki. is i had i had like throat problems but now i have allergy problems oh. so it never ends. I mean, I this morning um, I just literally saw pollen in the air, like snow or something. Damn. Yeah, yeah. The world wants me dead.
1: <laughs> spring actually Not springs killing. over by you, over by us. It's still raining yep. and a little, little gloomy over here. So we haven't, we haven't gotten that that spring thing going
2: yet.
0: Yeah, it's trying to kill me. <laughs> I won't let it happen. Don't you let it happen? <laughs> nope.
1: All right, but you know what? We did let happen. Let some some wonderful listeners, uh, some adventurers, write in and give us some ideas of what we should be talking about this evening.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's look. Okay. Um, on Instagram, at Art of Chase said, uh, "I do not know uh, if the person who wrote in is male or female, so I'll just say they." Mm. Um, they wrote in saying, "Lex should talk about gay stuff." <laughs> What's the scene like in Chicago and Florida? Um, I feel like they're very different vibes. Okay. So, I don't know Chicago's scene. Um, I've only visited Chicago. I do not live in Chicago. Okay. Uh, My area is, like, especially in St. Pete, uh, is gay-friendly, but it's mostly men. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything really caters to men. There are not a lot of... There are no, like, lesbian bars. So... But that's not really the scene. Uh, it's mostly catering to gay men mm. and an older as well. Okay. Because Florida, a lot of people retire down here. Um, but yeah, I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> like out there <laughs> in it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Older gay men are really the, the big like demographic down here, even though there are lots of lesbians as well. Lesbian bars don't survive. Mm. And I don't know exactly what the reason for that is. Um, gay bars in general can struggle, but like lesbian bars in particular just don't survive. Okay. So hmm. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, that, that is that is something um, fascinating because um, uh, from what I understand, it's like that all over. Um, yeah. You know, of course, I, I can't speak directly from experience, but folks that I talk to um, in Chicago, uh, there's, there's one, uh, lesbian bar that has outlasted all the other ones called Big Chicks. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like the place.
2: Uh right.
1: Other than that, I've, I've been to Roscoe's uh, a couple of times myself. And, um, no, this is not the Roscoe's that has the chicken and waffles. This is the, uh, the Roscoe's gay bar. And it's okay. always a party and men and welcome are welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're both having
0: trouble tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep sipping this coffee, men and mm. women, uh, folks uh, from, 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 from any range are, are welcome, uh, to come through and hang out and just, you know, I
0: mean, it's that way, it's that way at the gay bars as well. Like you can go in there, but it's not necessarily your space. And, and I, you can feel that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's there's, um, there used to be, um, uh, this, this whole, uh, area of Chicago called Boys Town, um, aptly named where, uh, what? folks could come in and, and just be gay, not be hassled. Um, uh, right. and there's still a lot of spots in Boys Town, uh, where folks can go. There's the Kit Kat Club, um, where they have a lot of drag shows and that sort of thing, um, which is a lot of fun, but, you know, the, the area has really changed because, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, um, people see it as like safe to raise a family. And mm-hmm. so you get all these like, you know, just kind of pent up people there, just hearing that part and not thinking about, oh, hey, this is where the pride parade happens every year. And, you know, this is the biggest gay scene in the city and this is supposed to be a welcome environment so they they move in there because of the safety and then they want to change shit and a lot of the place starts to close down so that's unfortunate um there's there's a new there's a i say new but you know this is like oh hey it's new to me um andersonville is a place where where folks hang as well and i know they have uh mary's um, what's it called? It's like Mary's upstairs or something like that. Like, um, I did a, <laughs> of all things, I did a, a, a Pokemon go like bar crawl. And, uh, it was, it was hosted by, um, a group that caters to gay nerds in the city. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, CNSC was, was co-sponsoring that. So that was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of those spots. And, of course, yeah, there was a drag show. And it was a Pokemon-themed drag show. And I'll never forget it.
0: Oof. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot.
1: It's a lot. Because there's one performer. <laughs> uh, they did um, Vulpix. Or not Vulpix. What's was Eevee. And they went through all the different evolutions of oh Eevee. Oh, my God. Throughout that's this That's amazing. Act. Yes, it was <laughs> amazing. And I just, yeah, it was just... It was an event to behold. <laughs> so, yeah, Chicago does have a scene. It does have a, a geek scene. It does have a gay scene, uh, and 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 the Twain do meet from time to time. So, I'm happy to report that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that it's any scene like that is it just varies depending on the city. Like the bigger the city, the more diversity you're going to have, oh, yeah. the more opportunity you're going to have, and I and and Tampa is a city um but it's not as big as not merely as big as something like chicago so you know that's going to limit things but between tampa and st pete and you know uh some of these areas you can you can you know hang out and stuff like that but yeah um mostly you know if you're looking for social things uh you should go on like meetup or find facebook groups or you know, things along those lines. You can find groups out there, of people that are like, hey, we're going to go hang out at this bar or whatever. You know, you kind of make your own scene and community if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. And if there's nothing like that in your area, maybe you start it. Why not?
1: Be a trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you don't have a community, make one. There you go. Yeah.
1: I don't know why it is, but things like that usually start at libraries. It's, that just seems to be the case.
0: Because that's where the learn didn't happen.
1: <laughs> Libraries and the adjacent like McDonald's and Burger King's nearby.
0: Yep. That's mm-hmm. where we get learned.
1: That's where we get learned-ed.
0: <laughs> that is where we get learned
1: <laughs> So, yeah, I, I hope we've answered that question, even though, <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> even though it was a Lex question. I hope we answered that
0: question. Well, I don't really know Chicago area stuff, so you yeah, did a good job of answering it the best you could. I,
1: I did the best I could. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so next uh next uh question what we got
0: okay uh gabby asked us uh about the high fidelity reboot what yeah. are you yeah
1: so this one's this one's hey, got me. uh zoe kravitz as the main character right
0: yes i have not seen the reboot I okay
1: with that well neither I, have i because i'm I
0: <laughs> interested in the reboot
1: i am too because it's been a long time since that movie was released and you know, we've we've come a long way uh from the from the old John Cusick rom coms. Like well, even even that was such a departure from, you know, the uh the, the was it John Hughes
0: movies from back yes. in the day? Um I really hate that movie.
1: the the original High Fidelity?
0: Yes. I think hmm. he's a massive piece of shit. Um yeah, yeah. who is like, you know, cheating and an asshole and everything like that. Uh if I remember correctly, I think he was like cheating on his pregnant girlfriend, wasn't he?
1: I don't remember that aspect of it, but yeah. Let me that, look it up. That
0: track. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I've always been like women in love with this guy and like that it upsets me and I was like he doesn't deserve happiness at the end or any like I I mean I literally was like he deserves to be miserable and alone.
1: Yeah. It was a real risk making him like the focal character, too. Yeah, his name was Rob.
0: I'm looking it up right now to try to see. Uh, So I I
1: remember, like, they they tried to even out a little bit. So I remember he got dumped by his girlfriend, you know. But then he tried to make it work with someone else, and he, he was obsessed with making, like, playlists for people. Right. Like, that was the thing. That was his talk to the camera moment was when he was talking about, like, oh, yeah, these are the songs you want to include. These suck. And if you like these songs, you suck. It was just very just, like, ugh. Dude, we get it.
0: Uh, I'm trying to, like, specifically look up. Why did Rob and Mac break up on? No, I don't think that's. (laughs) See, this is, like, the show High Fidelity, not. Right.
1: Yeah, John Cusack okay. was robbed. Um,
0: I don't know. I haven't seen it in a few years, so maybe maybe I'm misremembering it. I don't know. I do know that I watched it, and I was really angry, and I thought he was a piece of shit. Holy uh, and shit. I yeah.
1: What? You know what's... Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking over the cast list, and it's kind of funny. Um, Lisa Bonet was in the original. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, right. And yeah. now... Her daughter is in the reboot Yeah How about that She does that? not seem old enough to have Zoe Kravitz as her daughter Does she? In your mind?
1: She doesn't seem old enough No
0: She looks young; Like she still looks so good I think that's the big thing
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. She looks like she's like In her late 30s
1: Yep But which, she doesn't look like Her daughter should be that old
0: Exactly She yeah. looks like she should have Like a 16 year old daughter
1: She just Yeah That's amazing <laughs> So, you know, kudos. But yeah, um my my main attraction to this movie was Jack Black. That was it. Right. Right. Like he was the star of the show for me. <laughs> Everything else was just okay. We're we're waiting until we get to the next Jack Black scene.
0: Right. And I I know a lot of people love it, but it just wasn't it didn't click for me. Um, but I am interested in this because, A, I like gender swapping, doing something different as far as a reboot is concerned. Um, and I, so, like, handling it from that perspective. And I do like Zoe Kravitz just in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a selling point for me. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if it's a TV show, which I know it is, it's like a miniseries, um, not a movie again. They can expand on characters a little bit more. Maybe I'll see more of a nuance in it.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, it should be good. I can't imagine it won't be good. But so I'm not going it... to see it for a little while. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm so I'm watching um, the haunting of Hill House. Is that it's a Netflix show? Okay. Um, it's a horror show on Netflix. Ah. I think they're coming out with a second season, but it's an anthology. Ryan talked me into it, and um, it's super scary. Like, I've been legitimately terrified at moments. Hmm. Uh, So I've been watching that. I've only watched, like, three episodes, though, because Bree's been around a lot, and she cannot handle anything horror-related. So I've just – it's been like, okay, like, if we're watching something, it's going to be like Parks and Rec or something like that, (laughs) Not, not this show. Because even I'm like, holy shit, like, what did they just do? Yeah. Ooh, ooh.
1: I've, um, I've caught all the way up with Lucifer now. Like, that was my obsession for the past couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And, um, I can say at this point, it was worth my time. I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm glad the show exists. I'm glad it's getting another season. Um, I, I was reading the story because last episode we were talking about how like, oh, this is the last one. They've already yes. confirmed they've actually asked the team to put together a sixth season at this point, the oh. fifth one. The fifth one's done and, you know, over with. But, yeah, they've asked the team to consider coming back for another season, which is uh, unheard of. I mean, that's incredible. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, the show itself, um, the four seasons that I watched, the the three that aired on Fox and then the last one, which was Netflix exclusive. uh, Yeah, it's it's some some good TV, man.
0: (laughs) That's good. I'm glad. It didn't look that good to me at first.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that completely because it's like, alright, it's a very, very thin concept when you think about it. Oh, Satan's on Earth. Great. Now what? How much can you get out of that? But, you know, they build the world, they build the characters according to their rules and they stick to it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of surprises along the way. A lot of stuff where it's like, well, duh, yeah, okay, that should happen. You know? Right but it's 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 good and it's it's got a, a procedural built in there somewhere too, so if you like that sort of thing, it's there for you i
0: I don't like procedurals that much, okay but if if I like the show enough, I can get into it yeah that, that's kind of my, I don't seek those out, but I can like things like that
1: yeah i I'm talking like <laughs> something like a smallville like you know yes monster right. of the week sort of thing you know right?
0: you can have your weekly show while also having an overarching plot
1: right right like a buff it's it's most easily compared to a buffy or angel you know just because of the supernatural aspect of yeah. it um i haven't seen enough supernatural to compare it to supernatural ironically
0: but yeah Buffy. I've and seen angel. most of the first season of supernatural never really mm-hmm. got into it Mm-mm. Understand why people like it. It's yeah. Not really my thing. Yeah, same.
1: I don't hate it. I just know exactly. that you know, in in the grand scheme of things, I don't have that much time to devote to something that I kind of like. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, Paul Calico, uh commented saying, "I watched Deadpool and Deadpool Two last week. Mm. Would you agree that Deadpool Two is a better movie than the first Deadpool?" All right. Leading the
1: witness, first of all, all right?
0: (laughs) Yes. Thoughts on sequels that are better than the original.
1: Okay. Okay. That's interesting.
0: Terminator 2, obviously. That's what
1: I... Oh, jinx. That's exactly what I was going to trot out. Terminator 2, to me...
0: A lot of people argue for Aliens. I don't, personally. I prefer the first one.
1: Same. Yeah. I thought Aliens was a little bit too busy... Especially given the first one being just the the psychological like
2: mm-hmm.
1: horror movie that it was that was low on sci-fi but high on thrills, right it is a I, horror I, film yeah yeah, and the second one was like, "Oh hey, it's an action film now, like oh all right, I guess
0: Empire Strikes Back was mm-hmm. better
1: hmm, I don't know, man, like. Yes. It is. You just, yes. <laughs>
0: yes. It is a better film. It's better. It's better made. It's The structure is, the story is better. It's better. I mean, you need the first one, though. You like, do. To me, that is okay. That is true. That It is inherently flawed in its cliffhanger and story structure in that sense. You do yes. need both the first one and the next one.
1: So that's what I'm considering here. When I think okay. about Terminator 2... Terminator 2 catches you up so effectively in 30 seconds, you know everything you need to know. And everything that you don't know, you're told as soon as we encounter Sarah Connor. If this acts as an introduction to Sarah Connor, it's almost better than the first one in that regard, you know?
0: Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier?
1: Hmm. Yeah, you really don't need the first one. You kind of know already. I mean, it's Captain America, so that's almost cheating. It's (laughs)
0: It's but <laughs> perfect on its own kind of thing. Expands it the entire universe at the same time. Does a right. lot.
1: Right. Yeah. Everything you need to know about Bucky and all that shit. It's right there for you. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, it serves. It's it's served by the fact that it's Batman. So you already know right. who Batman is. Yeah, it's good on its own. Yeah, right. you you don't even need to see it uh, begins. In fact, it's funny how. You know, Dark Knight Rises gets so much crap. But I feel like it's still better than Batman Begins.
0: I have to revisit them to say for sure on that. Okay. My initial gut is... probably. Uh-huh. Uh, because I, I mean, I liked uh, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Like, I thought she was amazing. Um, and I just like the cast in general yeah. in that last one. So... Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to, re- like, I-, I need to revisit those movies anyway. Let's circle back to Paul's original
1: question, though, with Deadpool. Deadpool. Like, you saw both of them, right?
0: Yes,
1: loved them. Okay, okay. I loved them, too. I, I just want to get that out of the way first. I'm, I, You know, you can kind of see where I'm going with this, obviously. <laughs> right. I enjoyed both Deadpool movies way more than I thought I would. When the first yes, one came out, them. I'm like... There's no way they can make this joke last for an hour and a half. They did. They stuck the landing. It was fantastic. Second one. There's no way that they can make a sequel to this movie that will entertain me just as mm-hmm. well. Nope. They did it. It was great.
0: Both I think I agree with him that, that the second one is better. Hmm.
1: What about the second one makes it better than
2: the first one?
0: I think that. They could have just replicated the first one and done a lot of the same bits and the same bullshit,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is what most comedies when they have sequels do. Yeah. and they did not do that. It was like they were very aware that that's a thing and they created something new um, while still maintaining the core like comedic structure of the original. Hmm. It's a very like it's a very fine line. It's very yeah. difficult to do, and I think they managed to pull it off really well. I would say it's at least like on par with the first one, even if oh. you're not like ranking them. You you are just as satisfied watching Deadpool two as you are Deadpool one. All right, that, that can, would be
1: mine. I can compromise there. My thing is is that the second one feels a little bit too busy, in as much as like okay, we've got all these new characters, we've got. You know, the rehash of the first movie, basically, which is fine. I mean, you, you want to hit all those funny bits that you hit in the first one again because people love those funny bits. Like, you know, um just brutally roasting Deadpool, you know, on his looks. Right. Um, you know, that, that's got to happen. Him losing a limb and regrowing it this time, you know, his legs, that... It's gotta happen. It's just part of the mm-hmm. part of the lore at this point. Uh Megasonic Teenage Warhead and just her her being a curmudgeon, yes, you need that too. Right. Um but the, Hi, Kiko. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, like, yeah, there's there's lots of things to love about it, but there's so much. I mean, you have cable, you have the the beginning of X Force. You have Zazzy Beats as Domino who did a great Amazing. job with yeah. her with her like almost uh quicksilver type bits where she's just walking through uh right. mayhem and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot and it's like okay, I love it but I wish I had more time to digest it. So it's like too much cotton candy at once.
0: Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And yeah. you felt like the first one was more balanced because they weren't trying too much.
1: Exactly. They established the world and then they just kind of like, you know, set it like, all right, here, this is where we're leaving off. We'll come back here eventually.
0: Okay. That's fair. I I, I don't disagree with any of that. Um, I enjoyed, but I I would say, let's just settle. Let's go with like, they're on par with each other. Mm -hmm. Like I can turn on either one and enjoy the hell out of those movies. Oh yeah. Same. (laughs) I'd be interested, uh, Paul, to hear why you think it's better. The second mm. one is better than the first one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> I was going to get on a very dark path and start talking about those Disney sequels again, but we've done that so many times on this
2: show. But we don't need I'm to, trying go
0: to think of that. another, obviously the Godfather two is one of those that like is always put on that pedestal yeah. of being like one of the best sequels ever made. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: grumpier old men, you know, Uh, (laughs) you need your, uh, uh, what was, oh my goodness. Analyze that, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Mm.
1: Splash to the splashing. (laughs) It's back. It's back,
2: baby. Uh,
0: okay. So we have a question here. Okay. Pauline wrote in. Yeah. And I feel like this was more of a question for you. Uh-oh. Have you watched the new show Lego Masters? If so, what do you think of it? Okay,
1: so I have thoughts about this show. I have- I, I made it a point to watch this show before we recorded tonight because I, I I was curious about it. I know I I talk about Lego and and Lego stuff quite a bit and mm-hmm. of course this show should be right up my alley. So it's interesting. I the first the first thing I get, the first vibe I got from the show, okay, is hosted by Will Arnett. It seems like they told Will Arnett basically to host this show as BoJack, because some of the shit he says on here is just so condescending <laughs> and so egotistical. It's almost as if, yeah, BoJack is just hosting this show. And I'm fine with that. That's fine, you know, if that's where they're going. But man, like it's it's basically Master Chef, all the way down to the set, and it's just distracting because it's like okay. I've this never is, watched
0: Master Chef either, but I I know the the core.
1: Yeah, so idea. it's just a it's a reality show, and I, I feel right. like it's it's done by the same production company, of course, because it's on Fox. You know that's fine, um, but yeah, it's like they just stick to these tropes of competitors. And they have to be a certain type of person for them to be on the show, so you've got your basic categories: you've got the gay couple, the bearded basement nerds, <laughs> the black <laughs> dudes, the father and son duo, um the totally straight couple, almost to an annoying factor, right the eye candy girls who may or may not be gay, you don't know you might you know hmm, 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 maybe, mm-hmm. hmm. Ma? you know. No definitely not. Okay. They'll, they'll never tell because, you know, you want to make your the guys watching feel like they got a shot.
2: Uh-huh. And then of
1: course you got the Grandmas. And <laughs> the Grandmas are my favorite pairing. So it's it's like different teams that have to uh make these intricate builds from Lego bricks uh, you know, in in a, in a time limit. We'll get back to that time limit. So the Grandmas are my favorite duo because it's basically two women who look like they were born to be portrayed by A.D. Bryant and Kate McKinnon. <laughs> like, they totally fit that that character stereotype that they do. Like, you right. know, in the last half hour of SNL every week, they have them playing old women, and you know what's going to happen, and they're going to break one another. This, right. is, this is their sketch right here. This is them. <sighs> That's awesome. So if you're going to watch it for something, what? watch it for these two older ladies.
0: What network is this on?
1: This is on Fox. Okay. And so there's a lot of bait and switch. I guess the grand prize is a hundred grand, and that's like—is
0: it just a hundred grand bar?
1: <laughs> I was gonna say that—that's enough to like get you three Lego sets at full price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: if it was just like a hundred grand candy bar? Have they ever done that? Has any? Someone should do that.
1: Well, there was That'd some radio. There was some radio show that did a contest where they were like, "Oh yeah, you can win a new Toyota if you answer this question correctly," and they ended up giving the winner a toy yoda and this is around the time of course that uh, you know the prequels were out and everything so there were plenty of star wars toys available um yeah they she sued them and won so <laughs> that's something good for her yeah anyway um so yeah these these duos on here are just so tropey it's distracting it's it's such a reality show and um some, I, I guess some of the cool things are, like, they, they, uh, have two judges who are there who actually help make some of the more intricate Lego sets on the market. So that's cool to see their, um, their insight and get, you know, their, 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 uh, take on things a little bit. Uh, I've only seen the first episode, so maybe it gets better, but right now it's kind of dry and I'd rather just build Lego on my own.
2: I'm a snob. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I, I can't. You know the reality show formula is just so obvious on this thing. It's just hard. I can't to really
0: watch reality shows for the same reasons. Like I watched the Great British Baking Show or Bake Off, whatever it's called. <laughs> it's it's because it's got a UK name and then a US name, whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I and I know both the names, so anyway. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I watch that. I'm trying to think if there's any others.
1: Okay, but let's let's stop there for a second, because it's funny. I, I was talking to D. I I made that observation during watching this. It's like the Great British Bake Off, um, except there's only Noel Fielding. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Noel
0: Fielding. I think he's right. funny, but, but he needs... Mm, yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I said, ugh, like I don't like him. I, I totally agree with you. I like him as well, but it's he's, the balance. He's old Greg.
1: got to love old Greg. But hey, yeah,
0: Greg. it's fine. Um, Bailey Bailey's from a boot. <laughs> there's a
1: scene where Terry Crews busts through a wall like Kool Aid Man. That's entertaining. Okay. You know, if you want to see Terry Crews back on Fox after Brooklyn Nine Nine moved to NBC, there you go. That's that's there for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um. So, okay. So the countdown thing, right? So, you know how usually on these baking shows, they have like an hour to get something done. And it's like, okay, on your mark, get set, break, all that shit. Right. On this show, the countdown clock started at 10 hours. That seems like a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like building these Lego sets, they do take a long time
1: it seems like a lot of that time goes into the drafting stage and they must have cut all of that out because the way that between commercial breaks, the clock skipping all the way down from 10 hours to you have one hour left was like probably the span of five minutes. Oh my and God. It, it was like, Oh man, I got whiplash. All It's that almost just... like
0: they got into the editing and they're like, Oh my God, this is boring as shit. All right. Yeah. We got to accelerate it. <laughs>
1: And everybody's got their little stereotypical stories and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, we're a father and son, and we've been building Lego together our entire lives. And it's how <laughs> we bond as a family. And You know, oh, you know, we're just two old ladies from the Ozark. And instead of doing puzzles, we do Lego. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. It's it's like, all right, it's it's so cute. It's saccharine. And yeah. Just not for me.
0: Maybe you're too dead inside for this month. I guess.
1: Maybe I'm just too hard-hearted. To enjoy the simple things in life, like Lego TV shows hosted by Will Arnett.
0: You still love Legos, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Oh, man. There's two dudes on here. Their whole gimmick is they're their redheaded, bearded guys. That's their whole gimmick. Everything has to do back. It ties back into the beard thing. That's their cool. identity. Yep.
0: That is the thing now. That's your identity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We hear so many like mocking women for liking white women for loving their pumpkin spice lattes and shit like that. I'm like, what about all of the dudes out there <laughs> who their entire identity is a beard? Yeah, okay
1: yeah yeah no I I, I, I farm that beard karma sometimes on on Instagram yeah, in order to get that's more fine. To I, get I, more ears on the podcast, obviously, but you I, know. I'm
0: not saying I have a problem with this <laughs> overall. I'm just saying kettle meat pot, you know, like yeah, like they, calling it black. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> calling you black?
1: Well, I mean, well, yeah. yeah. You okay. know, I will. I will be a thirst trap for this podcast. If I got to do it, I will do it.
0: That's that's me too, man. All right, oh, you're hoeing it. Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Connor wrote into the show. Connor. Connor. Kicking it with Con. Yeah. Okay. So I guess he heard this on the radio and he thought it was a great topic and he wanted to know. Uh, the worst people in movies. So I guess one of the examples that was given was, and I think this kind of went viral because I saw something about this, was Jenny and Forrest Gump. Mm, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. an example um, that he gave as far, but he wants to talk about like what are some of like the worst people in movies kind of thing off the top of our heads, I guess. Probably should have told you that ahead of time. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I disagree with the criticism of Jenny and Forrest Gump. Okay, okay. Um, I do think that that's a very common criticism. People are yeah. like, she's doing this and that. Like She's horribly abused yeah. and is really just trying to stay alive most of the time. Right. Um, and she also... Like she pursue, I, I would not be surprised if she's like pursuing a relationship with a developmentally disabled man is kind of like pursuing one with a child, like because his brain, like the way that he he thinks, is childlike, mm. um, and you can see why she would not be eager to pursue a relationship with someone who maybe cannot, in her mind, give full consent and everything. So maybe Jenny rejecting Forrest a lot of the time is not necessarily a bad thing, but her not wanting to be an abuser.
1: I think you're right. And I I think I started out... um, down that, in that same mindset, basically. I thought that, uh, Jenny's portrayal was supposed to make her, um, not a villain, but just kind of like, you know, not, not, not really all about Forrest.
0: Like, you could tell she was like. They, and it's I, his, it's him telling the story too. Right. So he's right. an un, like an unreliable narrator in that sense. Hmm. Like, it's his perspective. Yeah, I mean,
1: like. I kind of get that, but I I feel like that's just a framing device rather than, you know. At least I hope it's just a framing device because you imagine he's just telling stories about all these amazing things he's done.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that he's lying. I'm saying that there is a lot of fantastical elements and we are the hero of our story when we're telling the story. That's how I
1: want to read this movie now As he's just lying the entire I, time.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say that he's lying. I would say that he's probably embellishing.
1: Like yeah, like I everyone Lennon.
0: embellishes their stories a little bit or something like that. Like, it, especially when like you get older and stuff like that. I feel like that happens all the time. I thought that was kind of a part of it. Like a part of the, the allure of he's, you know, telling these tales. Like, did you ever see big fish? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie, but he's like he's telling some tall tales. Oh, absolutely! And you're kind of like, what's real? What's not real? Well, you know, this is a fantastical thing that happened. Yeah, want to believe it? Maybe you don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that movie, I, I totally agree with you. Forrest Gump, man, I feel <laughs> like it was its, its own it was its own thing. You know,
0: I do it love was- that movie though
1: yeah I haven't watched it in a long time. I hope I still love so it
0: good.
1: But yeah the yeah, last time I saw it, I loved it okay. but yeah, I can see how Jenny can be read as an antagonist in that movie
0: yeah
1: um, but i also i I also did grow to see it from your point as well. Just she feels like she's not good enough to be part of his life yeah like that's and that's she the re- has her
0: own trauma that she's yeah. trying to run away from rather than mm-hmm. work through. And that's yeah. that's the tragedy of her character is that she never works through her trauma. She just tries to run away from it until it eventually destroys her.
1: Right. Right. And then you get somebody like Forrest who, you know, is is painted as somebody who's just so altruistic and, you know, you're you're rooting for her to finally see that. I
0: but think that she does see that the entire time. I don't think she ever First of all, I think that that idea of she sees him as childlike, and mm-hmm. and she can't get past that. I think that's a problem in her mind because she was abused as a child. Um, but I also think there's the the sentiment of I'm I'm not good enough for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do think that she was running away from him because she did not think that she deserved that true love, that yeah. real love that he. So clearly felt for her, and then I think she felt for him as well. But there's that thing from—did you ever read or watch *The Perks of Being a Wallflower*?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Okay, it was an amazing book. The movie's good too, if you just want to watch the movie. But um, there is a a line in that where it's like, why do people choose like people to love that aren't good? And the response is, we accept the love we think we deserve. Yeah. And so I think that that is a big part of her character in that movie. She is only accepting the love that she thinks she deserves, which is none, really. And if it is any, it's abusive. And that's the tragedy of her character.
1: Yeah.
0: And I also think that's good writing. Like, I think it's it's sad. Like, you don't want to see it go that way. And I think that's why people get upset, too. Sometimes when, when you're talking about a bad character, and that's what this is framed as, it's a bad character right? Uh, Worst people. Okay. Yeah. Is what the, the question was framed as sometimes the worst person in that kind of thing is like, like a Don Draper on Mad Men or whatever. It's very well written and it's very well done and you fucking hate it. Like you hate this choice (laughs) or you hate the person or you hate whatever. Yeah. Uh, And I, and so I think that that's why it's like a characterization. Like, Or um, uh, a polarizing character or, you know, something along those lines where you're like, some people are like, I hate her from this movie or I love her or whatever. Um, As far as other characters, do you have any off the top of your head that you can think of that's like, I hate this character from this movie or this person's a real asshole?
1: (laughs) One very specific character um, from the Harry Potter books, from the Harry Potter movies, too, Dolores Umbridge.
0: Oh yeah, she's a bitch.
1: Oh my god, that woman! Just the 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 just smirk on her face as she just destroyed the lives of these poor fucking child wizards. Yeah,
2: just ah
1: fucking hater. <laughs> um, they did a, they did such a good job of just making her an absolute monster with a smile on her face. I th-
0: yeah. I think that yeah. um Michael Corleone in The Godfather, particularly when you get into Godfather Part Two and mm-hmm. the decisions that he makes with like Fredo and everything like that, I'm like, I think he's a real son of a bitch. I think that it it turns him into a real son of a bitch. Mm. Uh Hmm. Worst characters in movies. Who's a real that, piece of shit? That time
1: that time Chloe on Smileville made that cult, that was fucked up. Ugh. <sighs> <sighs>
0: Nixium, get some branding going uh, man, this is an interesting question it is that I feel like we could return to in the future too,
1: yeah,, um,
0: but there are certain
1: characters when you're watching something, and it's just like you're either you know rooting for them to to make a turn or you know there's there's like the last glimmer of hope you know i'm as I'm saying this out loud, I can only think of uh. A very polarizing character as of late, uh, fucking Kylo Ren, you know?
2: Yeah. It's yeah.
1: like, I fucking hated him. Of course, they, they make it so you have no choice but to hate him when he, like, you know, kills his dad. So, yeah. You know, you take this beloved character.
0: Oh, I just thought of one.
1: Mm-hmm. TV
0: show, but... but um, Ramsey Bolton. Game Ramsay of Thrones.
1: Bolton. Oh, yeah, yeah. He
0: was... When, when he finally bit it, it was... The best. I I fucking hated that guy so much. It was the worst (laughs) character on that show. Like, awful. Awful. Fucking
1: fucking Joffrey, man.
0: He was worse than Joffrey. You think so? Yes. (laughs) He raped Sansa in front of Theon.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, that's terrible.
0: He was was insane. He fed people to dogs. He mutilated. I mean, it was... Joffrey was mean, but he could be manipulated by Cersei in particular, or his grandfather. Yeah. So that was the only—Ramsey was just like, fuck it, I'm burning this all to the ground, I don't care.
2: Mm.
0: That That is a truly terrifying thing. Yes. Joffrey at least was like, oh, I have to be a king, I have to do this. He he had a warped, fucked up sense of what that meant. Mm Mm-hmm. But he, at the end of the day, was like, "I have to treat my lady well." You know, like he—he he did have those moments where he was oh, like, he "I kept,
2: have to do
0: this." Or not.
1: He kept alluding to the fact that her dad's head was on a pike out in the courtyard. That was pretty fucked up.
0: Yeah, he did. That. That was, was fucked up. up. Yeah. He was—he was a monster. There's no doubt about. It, he was a monster. <laughs> but I—I I would argue, a lesser monster than uh, Ramsey. He was a piece of shit.
2: Ugh. <laughs> All
0: right. This is a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. One that uh, I would be curious to return to in the future. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but thanks, for, thanks for writing in, everybody. Appreciate yes, you.
0: All of you rule. Okay, bud. Yeah. Did you do anything special for Valentine's Day? We just had Valentine's.
1: Valentine's have taken yeah, Valentine's. place. Valentine's. So, um, yeah, you know, D and I, we trade a little. Trade a little something, gift wise, for the holiday. <clears throat> have a little nice dinner, you know. Had a little steak action going on there. Steak night, uh, yeah. Steak night. Um, <laughs> okay. This yeah. year,
0: yeah. I
1: surprised D with every single Kit Kat flavor in existence.
0: Oh my god, really? That's well,
1: awesome. The, the a good number of them, if not all of them, Um as you know there are certain flavors that are exclusive to japan markets uh for kit kat that we never get over here but there's there's a little market in uh chinatown um that i stopped by when i did the uh the library thing a couple weeks ago and yeah they had a whole lot of them so i loaded up got all the good flavors and made sure to document <laughs> what the wrappers were so i could uh you know help us choose which mm. ones to try <laughs>
0: Smart. That's thinking ahead, man.
1: You know, because the worst thing is just trying a random Kit Kat and being like, it tastes okay? Kind of tastes like beans. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're in the red beans, they got that for you. That's that's available.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. It's a thing. I'm
0: just
1: not into it. It's not your thing. Nope. So, yeah, we did that. And uh, I put it in like, a nice little ornate box and everything and, uh, yeah, made it all romantic and fancy-like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I should have <laughs> muted that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, I didn't really do anything on my end. Bree was out of town, so she went on, like, a family ski vacation thingy. So, we didn't do anything on our end. Uh, we're going to be together this weekend, though. So, that's nice.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, I saw you got a little something.
0: Yeah, yeah. She got me um, this really cute pen set thing. Uh, it was very sweet. <laughs> I got her a necklace. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's more to the, the set. Um, it has, like, inscriptions and stuff on the pen, but I don't... <laughs> I'm not opposed to talking about it on a podcast, but I kind of I mean, feel like I don't want to at this point. It's kind yeah. of our thing
1: right if now. If it's just for you, it's just for you. That's fine.
0: Yeah, Let's... I mean, some people know about it. Like, you know, not a big. It's not like a secret, but it's just kind of like eh, I don't know. Right now, I don't. I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get you. It's it's funny because um, D got me a a ring um, a long time <laughs> ago. What? Long, time ago. Are you guys
0: finally making it official?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's finally happening. No, like when we were dating, she got me like this, this ring to wear on my, my right hand. And, um, you know, it's just like super masculine ring and stuff on there. It's got an inscription on there that's very cute. And I don't tell everybody about it because it's
2: just
0: for me. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I'm Maybe in the future. I also feel like if I did tell that, I would want... Her to come back on and talk about it, like if I did tell that story. But yeah, I mean you could see it on my Instagram, like it's on there, so you can go <laughs> look at it and you know see the cute, cute shit, gay shit. <laughs> that's what we're like. This is this is this is real gay shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In the best possible way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like,
0: I love you, but this is some gay shit. All right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's always just so tricky to, like, give gifts, you know, that really convey how you feel about somebody.
0: Yeah. I I just had a gift. I just had uh, this necklace that I got for her, mm-hmm. which was, like, I was, you know, I found, like, specifically, like, she likes gold, you know, over silver. She likes like this particular flower, her initial like I like I I specifically bought this like custom thing for her. Like oh, wow. I sought out a custom thing for her, but um, it it still doesn't. I agree with you. Like it doesn't feel like enough or or right or whatever. So I did like write a letter to her as well, like because <laughs> it just it wasn't enough. So.
1: But you can't go wrong with a nice card or a letter or something like that. I mean, yeah,
0: it's also me. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I,
0: I write my my letters and my bullshit and everything. Like that. And
1: you know, it was great. Like, I mean, it, it almost like enhanced the effect of her gift because you wrote a nice letter and she gave you yes. a nice pen. Yes. So it's like, yeah, peas and carrots, right there.
0: Yeah, And uh, I'm gonna have to <laughs> write another letter with that pen, I guess. See. See, she set me up. She's like, ha, bitch. Aha. Old letters. Yeah. What's <laughs> on you?
1: Entrapment starring Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. Yeah. So, now that's cute as fuck. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. It's good shit.
0: I know. It is. I'm also, like, very aware of how annoying people can be. I struggle with that. Like, I do struggle with, like, the idea of are people like just like thinking I'm like the worst? <laughs> and then I go, do I care? No. And it's fuck two that. seconds later. It's like not even two seconds later. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Fuck them. Like I don't care.
1: If if people take joy in you being lonely and shit, then that's that's not we're not catering to those people. Well,
0: I don't think it's taking joy in being lonely. I think there are some people that do not like um like public display not public displays of affection I don't know what I'm like what word I'm looking for of like okay. like making social media posts or anything like that or or things along those lines I don't know I I think for yeah. some people that just don't like that I guess it's considered PDA like it's ex- expanded into like social media PDA
2: hmm.
0: or whatever you call it <sighs> I don't know. I find that bullshit. Like, I I think, you know, it's cool to talk about someone you care about. I think it is
1: too, especially if, you know,
0: what's the point of having it otherwise?
1: (laughs) And there goes like,
0: I agree.
1: (laughs) I agree. I do agree because yeah, I mean, this is part of your life and if it's not for them, then the show's not for them, I guess, whatever.
0: Right. Like what? Who cares? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't mean to be so dismissive. And I, you know, I care and you're talking to me. So that's kind of the bottom line here. We're having this conversation with one another and I take joy in your happiness. And I would hope that others do too. And it's not necessarily just, you know, it's, it's not a greedy thing. It's not a, a selfish thing. It's like, look, you know, we hear so much bullshit in this world. I think that being happy for somebody who's falling in love is one of the most pure experiences you can have. Yeah. You know? Just like no bullshit, no drama, just, you know, cute romantic shit. You need that sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good palate cleanser.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I agree. And, you know, it's just like if you can view it with that kind of mentality of, like, I'm happy for these people. Like, it also makes your life better. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who he started seeing his now girlfriend just a little bit before Bree and I started seeing each other. Hmm. And, like, so we've talked every once in a while, and he has talked about, like, him falling in love with her and, like, his, this whole, and it's it's just like the, and I'm like, dude, I'm so happy for you. Like, this is the sweetest thing ever. So, like, that, Even if it's something that you want that you don't have or or whatever, like if you can find a way and it's difficult, but if you can find a way to like truly be happy for someone else, it makes you a better person. And then it opens you up to more possibilities in life. That's what.
1: At the the risk of making you feel self-conscious, like (laughs) in a year,
0: I'm always (laughs) self-conscious.
1: In a year we've gone from, you know, you not being sure about, you know, admitting that you're you're gay on the podcast,
0: so oh, you're talking yeah, I was about say, your girlfriend. I knew I was gay and was openly gay with friends, but yeah, yeah, I was worried about family finding out on the podcast. Yes,
1: exactly. But here we are talking about your girlfriend and how fucking like just super sweet it is. Yeah, and I love that because it's normalizing, I, and it's if not. You,
0: if you would have told me that I and you might, I think you probably did on this podcast, but if you would have told <laughs> me that I'd be. In the situation that I am now, like even just like six months ago, I would have been like bullshit. Like and I wouldn't have believed you.
1: And here we are. Yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah. The the <laughs> things that I listened to for years that I was like that's fucking bullshit. Where like, you know, when you meet the right person, next to them, whatever. Like all of those things that people talk about, I'm always like that doesn't make sense. That's that's fucking bullshit. And now I'm like, all right, well, (laughs) look, all right.
1: I've had the benefit throughout my lifetime of seeing my friends fall in love. And it just makes me happy every single time. Because the people that I consider my close friends tend to pick good people to partner up with. Yeah. You know.
0: See, I don't have that because most of my friends are older, mm-hmm. and they're already in relationships that are long established. Yeah. So, I was I've always felt like, with the exception of some people that I went to high school with, but I'm maybe not as close to anymore or whatever. Um. Like I've always been like everyone's paired off but me. I don't have anyone like that was always my thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So that was like something that I dealt with and I have talked about on the podcast. Yeah. But now that it's very like, I've even told Brie, like it's, it's a lot for me to get used to of going from like, I don't have this thing to now I do Mm -hmm. and feeling like very protective of it and very, um, very happy about it and not hiding that. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's uh it's great. Like it's it is um and that's why like I don't share everything on here. I didn't ask Bree to talk about our first date. When I talked about our first date, <laughs> <laughs> listen, she she talks about whatever the hell she wants to talk about, as right. you guys can tell from that last episode. I and mean, that's right. fine. I love that about her. Um <laughs> but like, when I talked about our first date, like, you know, you guys remember I was like, well, we had a moment. And then I fell in the air. Like, I was kind of, like, tiptoeing around things because I, I was protective of, like, our, you know, privacy together. But, like, then she comes on here and she's like, so this is what happened on our first date. Like, <laughs> so, like, that's cool that she's that way. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, like upset about it or anything but like so that's why i'm kind of like oh, i'm gonna talk about this i'm not gonna talk about it or whatever it's more of a like I, she doesn't care like i don't think she would care at all she's not she never gets embarrassed about anything um but it's more of me being like mm, i'm gonna hold on to some things at least for now
1: i mean you know <laughs> couples listen to our show together as we know mm-hmm. you know there, there are a few couples that do listen together and you know it's it's kind of cool that, you know, you could, you can hear someone else's relationship flourishing and growing and you can see the, uh, parallels in your own mm-hmm. and just kind of like, you know, smile and remember back. Like, yeah, I remember, you know, how cool it was to fall in love like that. And you know, it's, it hopefully the ideal scenario is it puts a smile on your face or it yeah. helps you to appreciate what you do have. So.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If we can do that even a little bit. I mean, I'm putting a lot
1: on I'm putting a lot on your shoulders with this whole thing, <laughs> and I realize that as I'm saying it, it's like, well, fuck. Now I'm saying, oh yes, you're a pillar for, uh, you know, uh, just identifying as as gay and being oh, out loud no. about it and I all that. Don't,
0: I don't take no. that seriously at all. So <laughs> you can you can try to put that on my shoulders. I will just not do it. I learned that lesson long ago. Like, I'm not taking on anyone else's shit. I have my own. There you go. (laughs) I have my own weight to carry of, like, you know, feeling like a piece of shit about things and stuff. Like, I'm not taking on anything else.
1: And that, in and of itself, is the lesson.
0: What if I was a piece of shit the whole time?
1: (laughs) It was me, Austin. Austin. That was the piece of shit the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's talk about this Batman. Let's
1: yeah. So.
0: To the Batsmen.
1: We got we got some Batson news. We got some hot Batson goss going right now. So we were given like a 10-second little teaser of um, the Batsuit for the first time. And this is very akin to how we were introduced to the, uh, the Joker makeup. Let's say about this time last year. So that's kind of cool. You know, that, that they're, they're introducing these looks in the way that you they did are. The
0: video? Was that what they did last year? I can't remember what it was. I remember for seeing the, it and reacting, but the Joker. For,
1: yeah, for the Joker makeup. Yeah. Cause first they showed him without it and then they showed him with it on, you know, like, within the span of like 20 seconds and then they showed the smile and all that. Yeah. It was a little video. Same, same, almost exact framing as this. Um, of course, a big part of what we're seeing here with, uh, the costume is the, the red lighting, which of course the internet was happy to, uh, kind of, Give it, give it its, its dues by saying, oh, it makes it look like Daredevil, and that's fine. But in actuality, what they're going for is the, um, the look of the, the teasers for the Long Halloween. So,
2: <laughs> in those, yeah, I'm excited. And those character
1: images, like Batman had a certain color, he was red, then I guess, uh, Catwoman was green, maybe. Then they had, like,
0: Penguin, and he Are was they really blue. gonna do Long Halloween, man? Are they It'd gonna be
1: interesting here? to see. <laughs> We Maybe. know so little about this film so far, but, um, what we do know from this, from this costume. my favorite
0: Batman story of all time. Yes. Favorite. <laughs> favorite, favorite.
1: Man. You know what? My favorite is Hush. And. Still Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right.
0: Okay. He
1: just seems to get Batman, and I love that about him. Yeah. But, that's great. Yeah. Um, if we get long Halloween, I'll be happy. Uh, we're never going to get a good Hush. I, I'm just kind of just resolved at this point to that. Because there's so many yeah. moving pieces for Hush to work. And so many characters that are not necessarily in the Bat universe that are involved. So it's like, all right, fine. Right. Um, but, but Long Halloween's still great. And hopefully they do that justice. Speaking of justice, let's talk about that Bat <laughs> symbol.
0: Okay, so... What people are saying is, and you can see this in the image, is that the bat symbol is forged from the gun. And you can see it. Like, it looks like a, like pieces of a gun. Yeah. The, the gun that killed his parents.
1: So, this development was uh, recently highlighted in a story uh, written by Kevin Smith, drawn by Jim Lee, that was part of a um, like an anniversary tribute. Uh, to Batman. This is like a recent issue. I want to say this issue came out last year. Okay. So it's possible that they were developing these ideas simultaneously, or it's just a coincidence because uh, in Kevin Smith's story, um, basically he, he said that uh, Bruce Wayne melted down the gun completely to just like a a flat piece of metal uh, to put behind the bat symbol. Right. So when, I mean, I uh,
0: like either way. I like the sentiment.
1: Of it. But the the point was is like the same you know metal that took his family away from him was going to protect his uh you know his his important bits and shield well, him from gunfire.
0: Well, and and be a part of this quest now. Yeah, yeah. To save Gotham. Yeah, I think that's pretty pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Um, is it? It's like um well. Um, What's the Pokemon that wears his mom's skull? Oh, Cubone. Yeah. Oh. It's like that little boy wearing his mama's skull. Oh, that's so dark. dark. <laughs> you know what? He's the Batman of Pokemon. He's the <laughs> Cubone is the Batman of Pokemon.
1: Not the hundreds of Zubats that you encounter. No. No.
0: No. Cubone. It's Cubone wearing his mama's skull. <laughs> mama's skull.
1: They marketed this to children. Children, I, I tell you.
0: All of this is marketed to children, so is that's Batman.
1: True. So, the suit itself, um, it has a lot in common with the Arkham games.
2: Yes, you know, another cool that,
1: thing. That type of armor. Something interesting to me, though, is that little like collar that's on mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. that. That to me seems a little bit out of place. Like I'm, I'm not like, oh, it's the most terrible Batman suit in history, and I'm going to type all these tweets and tell people not to see it because. I'm threatened by birds of prey. No, it's it's fine. Yeah. It just it's not my jam. But it kind uh,
0: of looks like um like a Robin suit type of thing.
1: Yeah, I could see Robin rocking something like right. That. I mean, he did have that like the super high collar when he became Nightwing. Right. So yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I think we'd have to see it more of it to judge that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a teaser. It's a glorified teaser. Yeah. The. Uh, so.
0: the, the... It is interesting how this, the cowl is stitched. Like, you can see the stitching. Yeah. Look at that second image of him looking up. You can zoom in, and you can see it's, like, leather. And that, I think that's why the Daredevil comparisons were so strong.
1: Enhance. Yes, I see what you mean.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um. I would have liked to see a non-armored suit. Because that has been, it's been technical armor, has been the Batman suit for so long now. Yeah. That it would have been interesting to see them go with like green or green, gray and blue, like old school.
1: Yeah, that would have been neat.
0: Tights <laughs> kind of thing. But I guess that's just not believable to people anymore. I don't know.
1: I mean, the way these movies operate now, um, this may not be his only suit, and we may get an homage to that. Um, you know classic well, suit
0: and it's in red yeah. I, if they if they did the gray like with mm-hmm. a touch of blue in places or something something along those lines I'd be That'd happy be even if it was this suit
1: yeah I'd be happy with that too either way I'm,
0: I'm interested just to
1: see what's bored gonna happen
0: with the black like eh, same tactical suits and you know it just it's they've done that too many times now I'll do something different
1: yeah. I've already expressed my desire to not see the Waynes get murdered, but you know that's going to happen.
0: No, nah, they're
2: going to
1: show so, it. They're going to show them pearls drop. So, I mean, I'll just get Fucking pearls
0: <laughs> dropping, man. Take a shot.
1: <laughs> the best part of Teen Titans Go To The Movies was um, Robin and the gang went back in time because they were convinced that all their problems would cease to exist if they basically rid the world of superheroes. So they went back to the origins of all these different heroes and prevented them from happening. So they prevented Krypton from blowing up. They, uh... (laughs) They did something bogus to Aquaman. I think they, like, put a a six-pack ring in the ocean and he got tangled up in it or something like that. But they basically, um save the Waynes from getting shot. Okay. And so they went back to, to the present and realized, okay, um, yeah, that didn't work. We need to go back and, you know, help all these origins actually take place. So they blew up Krypton.
0: God, <laughs> they, and then, they, like, make sure the Waynes get killed and everything?
1: They, that was the most, that was the darkest part of the whole thing. They went back to Crime Alley to make sure the Waynes got shot. Oh. But before they cut away, you see Robin put the pearls back on Martha's neck and just give a thumbs up and then leave.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That whole movie was worth that part. I'm like, this is just fucking dark. And these kids don't understand why. And it's just, oh, it's so So good. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) It's still worth a watch, even if, you know, I, I... basically spoiled that part for you it's uh yeah it's I, I think funny.
0: people will be okay yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah i'm i'm still cool with robert pattinson as batman i i'm interested to see what they do with him now that we've got this like loose continuity in dc um james gunn today in a uh in an instagram q a <laughs> An impromptu Instagram Q&A because he ate too much and couldn't do anything. Um, he mentioned that he knows what's happening with the upcoming DC films. That you know, they kind of gave him a heads up so he doesn't contradict anything in uh, in Suicide Squad. So it's good to know they have a plan now and they're not just like, you know, playing fast and loose.
0: So they are continuing to make a universe. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, but is that like a universe-universe or just, hey, these movies are kind of related, but not really?
0: I have no idea, man. I don't know what they're doing. I just want to enjoy the films that I enjoy. Ignore the ones that I don't. That's that's my philosophy with it. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So, yeah, we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for this, though. I think it's going to be good.
1: Me too. Was it coming out this year or?
0: No, it's got to be next year.
1: Got to be. If we're gotta just be. getting that teaser. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's got to be next year. I don't know.
1: Okay, we'll figure it out. Anywho.
0: Well, we... Maybe it could be the end of this year. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Uh, so, we have an interesting South Park related story. Oh don't want interesting. South Park stories. Okay. So they don't really apologize for anything. Yeah. But they've issued an apology over um the man bear pig <laughs> uh Al Gore joke from two thousand six. Right.
1: right, 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 right. I remember this actually. This was uh supposed to be making fun of um the the inconvenient truth movie. Right and man bear pig was supposed to be uh, representative of climate change basically and Al Gore's insistence that it's a real thing
0: right so um this says that the creators of South Park have issued a rare apology reprising the character man bear Pig to make amends for a disc that is more than a decade old so in two thousand and six during season ten they uh, the Al Gore issues a stern warning to the kids about the single biggest threat to our planet. Uh, and he's talking about man, bear pig creature meant to represent climate change. So right. at the time the episode aired, Gore was months away from releasing the documentary An inconvenient truth. The problem is that per South park, um, man, bear pig was fictional. Uh, and Gore suggests that the threat was, uh, the, was imagined by Gore. So like, it's not a real threat within the context of the show. So basically, like, South Park was mocking the reality of climate change. So now, 12 years later, the show's creators uh, have orchestrated basically a fix for this. In this week's episode, Time to Get (laughs) Serial, the children discover that Gore was right all along. So basically, they're seeking his help. Um, And they apologize for not taking him seriously.
1: Oh, so this is this is actually an episode that came on last season. But yeah, but I it's mean, it's still work? pretty. Oh no, it's still pretty interesting to note.
0: Oh my god, 2018! What the fuck, guys? I'm sorry. I mean,
1: South Park really isn't on like everybody's radar the way it used to be, so I completely understand. And I hope those listening do. Man, I thought that was well.
0: like late breaking. News. I thought that was a thing that just happened recently. I'm sorry, yeah. guys.
1: No, it's all good. I mean, I mean it's still worth, like, I think it's still worth focusing on. I think it's, I think it's
0: interesting, though. Like, I yeah. think it's really interesting.
1: To see that they're actually learning from where they came from, that's kind of cool, you know, to see that take
0: yeah, place. Yeah, I don't think they really do that a lot. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but listen, one of those rare instances, when it's yeah. when so, so serious, I think that they, uh, they did a good job of going back and being like, hey – yeah. You know, climate change is kind of a big deal. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, for shows to be on the air for this long, there are going to be changes, you know, yeah. to how uh the characters are portrayed, hopefully, to, to show a little bit of growth. I mean, I remember how big a deal it was on The Simpsons when they made Lisa a, a vegetarian, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how people were just like so adamantly against that, oddly, like a cartoon character eating meat is going to affect you somehow. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, get that but um they they made a promise to um oh my god what's his name the beetle god dang. <laughs> to paul mccartney they oh. made a promise to paul mccartney <laughs> that they wouldn't just turn her back into a meat-eating uh person after the episode so they've adhered to that promise over the years and now it seems like the world is kind of catching up a little bit and is more accepting of uh, of of vegetarians uh, in general so that's kind of
0: cool. Yeah, now it's veganism. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's the next evolutionary step.
0: Mhm. <laughs> that's, so
1: that's the next Pokémon. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the next. That's me too. That's the next Pokémon. Oh man, did you see they're making like they're redoing the Pokémon movie? The first Pokemon movie in three D?
0: No. Like re releasing yeah. it in three D?
1: Re releasing it in, in like computer graphics. So they're mm-hmm. they we they went back and redid the whole thing. I don't know if they used the original voice recording, but yeah, they, I they kinda hope re- they
0: did just so those people get paid again. That'd be cool. That'd
1: be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after all the episodes of the of the anime, I'm sure they're getting, you know, hefty residuals. Hopefully regardless yeah hopefully um yeah but the whole thing is just done in like cg now and it's it, it looks kind of weird but you know
0: mm-hmm. i need to watch a trailer or whatever for that that sounds interesting
1: yeah we'll post it in the notes too it's uh oh. it's on netflix exclusively
0: Oh, so, okay.
1: Yeah, Interesting. That's a that's a get for them. That's part of their deal with Nintendo. I mean, they've been teasing all these projects for years. You know, I mean, we've heard rumors of like a Legend of Zelda live action series for I don't know how long. You know, it's always been the April Fool's joke, but um, this actually is a glimmer of hope. If this does well, we could see Netflix continue working with Nintendo in this nature, and uh, hopefully that uh, that does work out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Um, do you want to get okay? I guess the there was a small story that the MCU is gonna have its first gay kiss on the big screen.
2: That's cool.
0: In the Eternals.
2: Hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, but it's uh, it uh between two men, and like beyond that, I don't really. It, it's just kind of like okay, it's gonna have its first gay kiss on screen. Yeah. Hopefully I think is they don't cool. just,
1: that is cool. I, I just hope they don't shrug it off like they did with uh, with Star Wars. Th- just at the end. Uh, I think that's off. probably what's going to be. In the background, just, yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone, gonna, uh, this, this actor said that he is portraying the husband of a Marvel Cinematic Universe's first openly gay superhero. Saying that uh, we represent a gay family and have a child. Cool. So maybe just, like, show them real quick.
1: Yeah, because, right. Um, it's interesting. Like, I, I feel like even with all the goodwill that um, Guardians of the Galaxy got mm-hmm. for being that dark horse that just came out of nowhere, um, I feel like Eternal still has an uphill battle.
0: I agree. I think it does. You know, um, I, I think that – I still think that any of these that people don't know has an uphill battle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, people, people
0: be a little bit more open to it, but yeah. Sure.
1: But even, even you know, fitting in in the main tapestry of the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, there was always the Avengers to point to, saying, okay, we've got to get to this big fight with Thanos. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just, oh, all these characters who were unrelated, you know, maybe they'll come together one day, maybe they won't, who knows, or just kind of Flying by the seat of our pants here, so I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay, do you want to get into the wall of weird?
1: Wall of weird, yes.
0: Okay. We've got a couple choices here, but I'm going to go with this one because I just... Um, a local Tampa um, website that I just... They, they write the best articles. It's called Creative Loafing. Okay. And I love... Their articles. This is from <laughs> Valentine's Day. Fittingly, from Valentine's Day.
2: Yes.
0: City of Lakeland closes a portion of the park because of snake orgy. This is written by Colin Wolf. Officials uh, with the City of Lakeland have taped off an area of Lake Hollingsworth after residents noticed large numbers of horny snakes. Regarding the snakes uh, spotted in Lake Hollingsworth near the roundabout, began a February 13th Facebook post on the City of Lakeland's Parks and Recreations page. It appears they have congregated for mating. They are non-venomous and generally non-aggressive as long as people do not disturb them. Once, Once the mating is over, they will go their separate ways.
1: That's usually how it works, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the snakes just... <laughs> appear to be native water snakes. However, some residents have pointed out that water moccasins also um, are spotted in the same area. Those are keep, very dangerous.
1: Keep your shoes out of the water, people. Oof. Keep your moccasins out of there. Uh-huh. Secondly, they found out about these snakes because, you know, they kept seeing pop-up ads going, local horny snakes in your area. Mm. So,
0: so, you know. Some DMs. Yep. <laughs> Just slithered into the DMs. Just slithered into the DMs. (laughs) Uh, Yes. While we cannot rule out the presence of other species, meaning like a water moccasin, which are very venomous, um, being in that location or other locations around the lake, we believe the water snakes have congregated in that area as they do, area as they seem to do yearly. Mm. The city of Lakeland has since placed a caution tape around the area and plans to hang warning signs to the public about the snake orgy.
1: Wow. Wow. The snake orgy. I love orgy. that they
0: called it a snake orgy, too, and there are pictures.
1: The uh, snorgy. I'm it's not snor- clicking on that. I don't want to see these pictures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I fucking hate snakes, but it's pretty oh. funny to see. Did you, did you click on it?
1: I clicked it anyway. Yeah.
0: God. God. Snake fucking <laughs> how does snakes fuck? Let's find out. That's not okay. <laughs> That's not okay.
1: Holy shit, man! I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm yep. real good. Okay.
0: That snakes. was like a wall of weird snakes in a
1: bathhouse. I, I want you to read the first sentence of that other article that you linked to.
0: Which one? The dolphin one.
1: Yes. Okay. Just the first Once sentence. Again,
0: creative loafing. Creative Loafing. Do you want to read the headline?
1: Loafing. Nope. Just the okay. first sentence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins are being stabbed and shot in Florida.
1: The end. That's it. That's yep, all you that's need it. to know. That's This the end. is,
0: you <laughs> see, this is why I fucking love Creative Loafing. because, And this is a very sad and serious story. And yet, yes. that is the first sentence of it. Yeah. I mean, there I think it's safe to say. There is a serial killer. We have the, a dolphin serial killer. I'm sorry. I just need to state this again. We have a dolphin serial killer.
1: <laughs> I think we are it's safe to say that you and I are both staunchly against uh dolphin murdering. So I would if fucking
0: hope so, but if enough. you're
1: listening to this podcast and you're a dolphin murderer, stop that shit. Don't kill dolphins.
0: We have it's a dolphin good. serial killer, but it's like is it a dolphin who's a serial killer, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that.
1: I couldn't blame the motherfucker. I mean, really.
0: Now nah, we deserve it, man. We put them in Life pools.
1: finds a way. We make them, like, you know, do tricks for fish. No. I, I totally understand. <laughs> so long as so thanks for the fish,
2: bitch. Stab, stab,
1: just see a dolphin going around with Thug Life tattoos on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you see a dolphin roll up on you in an Impala with other dolphins in the yep. back seat, you don't ask questions. You just run. You yeah. hit the bricks.
0: Yep. fucking run. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, watch Grab out for net. dolphins.
0: Grab one of those nets that were not dolphin safe from, like, the ease. Yep. Or whatever, grab that Get net, a... <laughs> throw it, and run. Get you a. It's six like the pack? John Mulaney bit where he's like, "Have a decoy wallet, throw it, and then run." <laughs> it's that.
1: <laughs> oh, one last note about that—that that boring straight couple on mm-hmm. the Lego Masters mm-hmm. thing. I was saying, like, their they son both... is a dolphin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> their son of a dolphin. I was saying they both look like John Mulaney. Oh, my God. Just both of them. They look That's like perfect. John Mulaney and act like you would expect John Mulaney to act if you didn't know he was John Mulaney.
0: mm
2: Yeah.
1: Just real dry. Like like if a oh, jar I. of mayonnaise came to life.
0: Aw, John. Day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Dolphins. Poor dolphins.
0: Dolphins and snake fucking. Serial killer dolphins and snake fucking. Florida. Love Florida it. young.
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I, I did just see some breaking news here. Okay. That I, um, good time star Janet Dubois mm. has passed away.
2: That's sad.
1: Yeah. That's really sad. Uh, Janet Dubois played the Evans family's sassy neighbor, Walona woods on the classic seventies TV series. Good times. Um, her family tells us Janet died unexpectedly in her sleep overnight at her Aww. home in Glendale, California. She was seventy four years old. Here's something I didn't know about her. um Not only was she a star on Good Times, she actually sang uh the theme song to the Jeffersons. She sang moving on really, on? yeah, I what didn't did realize that, that was her, yeah, yeah. Um over the years she's also done a lot of theater work. She's been in movies like I'm going to get you sucker, Tropic Thunder and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. And I believe she was on the recent um, you know, uh live yeah. from a, in front of a studio audience. I think she
0: I, I did think a cameo. She was too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sad. 74, It still seems so young.
0: Right, by today's standards it does. Uh, I mean, right? and and any passing is sad and especially an unexpected one that's horrible I feel for her family right now absolutely so yeah much love to her family Mm -hmm.
1: and of course her work lives on yeah and uh, we can enjoy it for years to come yep yeah
0: (sighs) well we're back to our shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) back on our bullshit back on our bullshit Bimo's whining because he wants me to throw something so he can go get it. It well, seems throw like you know, for that poor boy. I wish I could, but he won't drop the thing. <laughs> drop it. Drop it. Drop it, Bimo. This is thrilling podcasting. Throw it, bud. <laughs>
0: throw it for yourself. Uh. <laughs> I can hear his little paws. He's
1: so yep. cute. Yep, that's the thing where I, I throw it, but I don't really throw it. Oh.
0: That's me. All right, well, uh, if you guys want to support our podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. That is yep. the best way to help us out. Uh, you can get some cool exclusive stickers. Next month, we are going to have a 50th episode anniversary type coin commemorative coin sticker. <laughs> uh, so the kind of thing that Scrooge McDuck would love. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder who was behind that design.
0: <laughs> I could not, could not tell you. But oh, okay. Well, it looks pretty great. So. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so does. if you check out our Patreon, there's lots of opportunities to get these cool stickers, um, exclusive episodes that we release. We release two a month exclusively on there for our five dollar and up patrons. Um, we've also got other merch on there, like mugs, cool things like that. So go check it out. Word.
1: Yep, all the goods you could possibly want are over on Patreon.
0: And then rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Bully them. Bully them, guys. Seriously. (laughs)
1: Like a dolphin. Tell those
0: dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Roll up. Like a dolphin. Ready to kill. (laughs)
1: Just roll up. Roll up. (laughs) Yes. I mean you hit all the notes, I got nothing to add, so
0: yeah.
1: we've, I we've was done our on piece. it
0: for that except for the South Park article. Oh two
1: years old. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> we we still ladies and gentlemen, we still don't have an underwear sponsor, but you know, we're hopeful that in this year mm-hmm. we will get to tell you about the glory of let's say a me undies.
0: I want it. Like I want those undies. Come on, guys. We, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, folks, that's, that seems to be it for us this evening. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, follow us on the, on the socials and all that good stuff if we haven't mentioned that already. And uh I'm Matt Peters.
0: And I'm Lex Lutz.
1: I think it's your turn.
0: Is it my turn? I thought it was your turn. Okay. Well, be excellent to each other. Yeah. Bye.